Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast today. I'm Susan Bauer. I am your host for our podcast series in Norwex. And today we are talking specifically about a topic that we get a request for often from leaders or leaders, you know, who are trying to figure out how do you build team coordinators? And so this is a fundamental five in our leader development guide. So this goes hand in hand with that guide. And I'm excited today because I'm joined by Amanda Farley. And Amanda's a vice president sales leader, recently promoted. So congratulations, Amanda. Thank you. And she really has had a lot of success with developing and promoting team coordinators and sales leaders and building her team. But it really kind of goes all the way back to what she does when she starts new consultants. So we're going to go through, um, we're going to go through the four eyes. So if you have looked at the leader development guide in fundamental five, it's based on these four eyes, inspire, identify, invite, and invest. So each of those ties in with how you're going to start new people, as well as how you're going to inspire them to move to that next step. Amanda, so let's start with inspire. Uh, why is this something that's important and what specifically do you do? Um, I think it is uh, imperative that people know my story, kind of how I got started with Norwex and the journey that I've had. Um, so from the beginning, I just started for the discount. I think many of us can agree to that. Um, and I earned a trip to Panama and that trip really changed my perspective, my mindset. I had a complete mindset shift and it wasn't about selling anymore. It was about growing a team and giving this opportunity to other people to bless their families as well. So I, in Panama, met a few ladies and they kind of did that mindset shift for me and said, there is a bigger picture. You need to offer this to other people. You see the blessing it is for your family. So this can be huge for other people too. So just being in Panama and listening to their stories and having them um, shift what I thought was just salesy and they showed me the bigger picture that growing a team was um, essential part of this business. I came back from Panama and I just wanted more. I wanted to offer the opportunity to everyone. So that is what I started doing. And um, going from that, I noticed that when we were in Panama, they showed me all my numbers and where I needed to be and things like this. And they showed me the potential. So um, in Panama, I had my leadership uh, commission and I saw that it was $100. And I was like, oh, this is so awesome. I'm excited, you know, and this is going to be our fun money for the month. And they said, just wait when you shift your mindset and you offer this to others and others are working their businesses just as you are 
then you're going to see a shift in that also. So fast forward to eight months of consistently building my team and bringing new people on and growing my business. Um, I went from that $100 to $5,100 in eight months time. And that to me was just a huge blessing for our family. And I wanted to give this opportunity to others. That is a lot of fun money, Amanda. Yes, that's a lot of fun money. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you also, you have a non-negotiable that I think really inspires and helps keep you on a steady course every month. Talk about that a little bit. Yes, so I realized um, that Norwex was giving another opportunity to leaders, and it's called the BBB. And so the business builder bonus has been completely uh, a game changer in my business. And once I learned about that, I wanted to make sure that I hit that every single month. That is my non-negotiable. Um, so I will recruit and have new team members come on and I recruit consistently three every month so I can get the uh, top BBB that Norwex has to offer us leaders. So that's also a little bit of an inspiration uh, and, and that guiding light for you. Uh, so we're going to go into the other three eyes, but before we do, I know that for you, you had a mindset shift and what you really needed was to see the vision of what was possible. And so that has really helped you in how you start new people in this business because you want them to start with that vision and have you know do the actions from the beginning that will inspire them to you know to do more so talk about that just a little bit and why that was why that feels like it's such an important element for you in how you are bringing people on i feel like my vision from uh, the beginning was just the sales. Um, well, first it was the discount and then it turned into the sales aspect of it. And that's how I ran my business for two years. And then once I went to Panama and they did the, they helped me with my mindset shift. That's when I saw the actual potential. And for the last two years since then, um, I have been growing my business and I wish I would have done it from the beginning so that I would have had four whole years of doing this consistently and I would be much further along. Um, so I want to make sure that I give this opportunity to anyone that joins my team. Um, and so they see it from the beginning and they're able to have that vision and the mindset and it's clearly mapped out from them once uh, they decide to join. I think you're not alone though, Amanda. There are so many people and I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast are thinking, yeah, I was an accidental TC too. I, you know, stepped into leadership and didn't really know. So inspiring people and helping them see the possibilities is important. But the next I is identify. And how does that look like? What does that look like for you? I like to start with um, looking for people that are dedicated outgoing, the hard workers, and I just look for people who want more from their business and are showing me that consistently. And once I'm able to identify those people, 
I am able to send them a message, um, ask them to do a coaching call with me, and we can go more in depth within the coaching call because I can see probably more than they can see. And I feel like uh, me giving them the little push that they need with that coaching call. And I think it's important that we as leaders can see their dedication, even if they don't feel like it's something that they're doing differently. So give us an example, Amanda, you, you talk about this coaching call. So how, you know, what, what are you saying when you're talking to someone? So I want to see where their interest is and I want to see what their why is. So I'm asking questions as far as how is your calendar looking? Um, but I already pretty much know that because um, I can see their parties. Um, I ask, uh, are they're interested in the additional income? If they're interested in the flexibility um, and I just kind of go from there to see what their goals are and I can kind of gauge if they're ready for this opportunity and moving forward with bringing on team members of their own to grow their business. And how do you feel that this has impacted your team? Because a lot of times, you know, people follow what they see as, you know, in the way that they started. So how do you feel that your team has shifted because of your shift? I feel like my whole team follows what I do now. And so they are consistent with bringing on new team members and each new team member that they bring on, they also try to identify who is a hard worker, who wants more from their business. And then they're able to have a conversation or coaching call and find out their whys. So they're able to model that for their entire team and it kind of just trickles down to everyone. So I think their consistency, well, my consistency will follow to them and so forth through their team. That makes a lot of sense. And as you said, there, there are people that come on and maybe really all they ever want is the discount, or maybe they really want to just, it's a side gig and they want to sell casually. But if you don't identify those that really do want more, um, you don't know and they don't know. Correct. Yes, I think I agree with that 100%. So next comes inviting. So we've done inspire, identify, and now it comes invite, invite people into leadership. What does that look like? Um, so before I started growing my team, um, I never asked anyone to join my team. I I guess you could call it accidentally promoted. <laughs> um, it was all by accident. I wasn't familiar with how to promote or what to do. And so I never asked anyone because I thought that just selling things was more important than growing my team. I didn't see the bigger picture. And so um, it really hurt me in Panama when these ladies had my mindset shift 
And I thought, oh my goodness, I really didn't ask anyone. I took that opportunity away from them. And that's a hard thing to deal with for me. So now I will ask every single person, I invite them to join my team. Um, not just joining my team, I invite them you know, to host parties and everything else, but I make sure that my team also knows that they need to ask everyone. Um, some people are nervous and they won't openly say that they're interested. So if you ask them first, that kind of opens the door for them to feel more comfortable to talk to you and ask you questions. Yeah, and that's a good point, asking them first. I remember at an SCSL Academy, um, I asked all of the um, senior executive sales leaders in the room, who was invited into leadership? Did somebody invite you? And it was amazing to me that only about a quarter of the people in the room, somebody had actually just asked them, you know, I see the potential in you. And what do you think about this? And so that I think was a shift for them just going, oh my gosh. And, and that means so much for you to say something um, and to invite somebody and let them know that you see potential in them. Yes, I completely agree. Um, I think it's important as a leader to make sure that you're inviting them and, you know, identifying them also so that they can, I guess, have what you have and see, but some people don't, um, if they're not asked, they won't do. All right. So we've done inspire, identify, invite. And now this one is getting into the nitty gritty. How do you invest in the people on your team um, in order for them to have success in starting and then also for them to really feel like, yes, this is something that I can do? When I first, am after I ask them to join my team and we start talking and they ask me questions, um, first and foremost, I will make sure that they know the options when joining. So I always make sure that I talk about the gold package upgrade. I think it's, a, I think it's very important um, to offer that. That gives them a great start to their business. And so once they do decide to join whichever route they go, uh, my onboarding is through text messages. I will do coaching calls also weekly, bi-weekly, whatever my um, recruit is or my team needs but with the text messaging i send a text message and i think along with norwex's text messages they kind of go hand in hand and i make sure that i don't duplicate them um, and i don't send them on the days that norwex is sending them so they aren't overwhelmed but it's little tips little tricks um, whether it's financial information how to fill that out so they can get their commission uh, deposited into their bank account, or whether it's giving them kind of a little push to um, go clean three ovens or go clean some windows. It's getting them out of their comfort zone and it's really setting them up for the those first 90 days. That's where we really want to invest in them. And so I make sure that they focus their first 90 days with me and through my text messaging and coaching calls, I am able to give them little tips and tricks. And again, just pushing them a little further than they would probably do on their own. 
So how does all of that help? And, and, and you're, you're really teaching them um, good habits and, <clears throat> and you're also setting them up for success. But how do you find that that helps them to see that, that bigger picture and, and develop team coordinators? They're able to be in front of more people and talk about the products and they're able to see, oh my goodness, other people want this discount or other people want so many of the products. If we can just get them on our team, show them the vision, get that mindset shift to growing the team, then they will start getting out of their comfort zone and asking people and everyone to join their team. So it's not only going to fill their calendars with bookings, but it will also make sure that those bookings, they're able to get in front of more people and ask about the opportunity, the business opportunity. So you also, as a team, um, you do a team mega party. And how does this really support your new consultants and especially with them learning and you modeling what to do and how to invite others. Um, so Lisa Cirrus did a training and I thought it was really awesome. And I, she inspired me. So I wanted to do something for my team. So we started doing the team mega party and I think they're able to see how much fun it is, how much interaction people are getting. Um, they're able to get more bookings on their calendars. They're able to talk to people, uh, build that relationship. And then once they're um, building that relationship, then they're able to ask, I think starting at the top, asking them to join their team. Um, if they then get a no, they can go to the booking. But I think um, it's been huge for our team. We're about to do another one um, coming up soon. So everyone's been asking for it. I think just coming together as a team shows others what an incredible opportunity is in front of them. So it kind of gets the wheels turning in uh, potential team members. And just um, give a little glimpse. What does a team mega party look like and how often do you do it? Um, I would like to do them every three months. And so what that looks like for us is we do, I have some of my leaders go on, they will go live and do some demonstrations. They will talk about the products and we make sure that we also have, um, of course we have a booking post, but we hit heavy on the um, team building. So we're always putting out the starter kit and we're always mentioning um, when we get to the mop, we're always mentioning about, oh my goodness, it comes in the standard starter kit. And then we talk about the gold kit upgrades and we go from there, but we really want to make sure that they know that um, there is opportunity for them to start their business. And those that are like wanting everything, I make sure that the whole team reaches out to their people that they invited, if there's tons of interaction, if they're asking great questions, if they're showing so much interest, I make sure they reach out personally to them. And I really like to do the team mega party the night before Debbie's call. I think it's, um, if they're interested in the opportunity and they haven't made 
the commitment yet with their whoever invited them. Um, so if any of my team members have their potential guests in the party that have been thinking about it, and we do that on Monday night and Debbie's call is on Tuesday, we're able to connect them and get them on that call with Debbie to kind of um, solidify and have them commit to joining our team. I think, I think it's awesome to do it in that lineup and my team really enjoyed that part of it too. We had a lot of people commit after they joined uh, the call with Debbie. That's, that's amazing. I love that that really ends up being an intentional strategy that you're doing and you know, you're, you're talking to them one night and then anybody who's, you know, we know people are on the fence, they haven't quite decided. So then that kind of solidifies it, as you said, and for your new consultants who are on, you're just showing them and modeling how easy it is to share the opportunity, which that's such a scary thing that not scary, but that's what I think holds a lot of people back because they don't quite know what to do. They don't know why, like you said, you first need to be inspired and realize the value in it. But then there's, well, how do you go about doing that? So team mega party is a great idea. Okay. So we've covered inspire, identify, invite, invest. And for those listening, uh, as I said, this goes hand in hand with the leadership development guide, and this will be on our leadership development website, along with a video and a lot of other content. So you are going to definitely want to check that out. It's on the resource.norex.com for um, everyone in the U.S. and the resource ca.norex.com for those in Canada and for those around the world. This is an open website. You can certainly uh, check it out anytime. We welcome everyone and so glad that we have so many people actually from around the world who are now tuning into our podcast. So Amanda, thank you so much. This was, this was great. I always love chatting with you. Thank you for having me. This was uh, very fun and I enjoy this just as much. Oh, great. And good luck with your move. So those of you, you can't, who are listening, you can't see. Uh, Amanda is moving in a week. So she's sitting surrounded by boxes and said, oh yeah, sure, do a podcast, no problem. So thank you, Amanda, for taking time out of a very busy time of life for doing this. You're welcome. I'm always up for a little challenge. <laughs> and for everyone listening, I would say an action step for you is go back and Write down the four I's, inspire, identify, invite, invest. And just think about how are you doing in each of those areas in terms of bringing people on, which is really the first step, and inspiring, identifying people, and then um, certainly inviting. Um, your role as a leader, you don't realize the power and the impact that you have on others and then certainly investing in them. And if you haven't done a team mega party, I would say try that. Uh, I know so many people that have such great success with that as a team and as a, as a way to model and mentor, uh, especially the consultants on your team. So with that, have a wonderful day, everyone. And until next time. <music>